Good evening, everyone. It is Monday, October 2nd, 2023. It's the MA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. Back for another edition of the podcast, Marcel. Looking forward to it. Talking UFC Vegas 80. We'll also go over Contender Series. And then I think, Marcel, for the second show today, we'll do a brief breakdown of Bellator. What do you think about that? That sounds good? Yeah, sure thing. Why not? I think think that's the best way to do it, because that is a big card, Bellator. 300, obviously. But first off, guys, we're going to do UFC Vegas 80. After the off week, now we have 12 fights this weekend. Bobby Green taking on Grant Dawson in the main event. And like I said, 11 other fights. Um, But first off, Marcel, guess what, buddy? Blue Jays have made the playoffs. My my team, the Toronto Blue Congrats. Jays, have officially made the playoffs. So I got my loose head beer here. I'm Canadian, right? <laughs> Congrats! Fucking delicious. That was fucking delicious. So, yeah, we made the playoffs. More so, it was a good weekend. I went to the game yesterday. I took my daughter. First time I was able to take my daughter to a baseball game. She fucking loved it. We were right on the front row, which was amazing. I took my mom as well. I tweeted about this yesterday, guys. Like, I don't really, honestly, I don't. I'm not on Twitter a lot anymore. You see me, Marcel. I don't really tweet much other than like fight nights. I have so much stuff going on in my personal life, as a lot of you guys know about, you know, in the last year or so. Um, but especially the last few months, it's been kind of crazy. But I just have to tweet that out because, you know, Marcel, as, as you do get older, like you start to appreciate the little things more. And just being able to go to a game with my mom and, and my daughter is, uh, you know, it was a real, like, pleasure for me and a real, like, uh, good memory um, mm-hmm. that I'll always have forever. So, yeah, we clinched the playoffs, man. I got my beer here, guys. I'm going to have a few beers today during the podcast. I'm fucking happy. It's five o'clock on a Monday. I'm done work, done my work at bookies.com for the week. Sent in my UFC Vegas 80 best bets for Dawson and uh, Green Marcel. And uh, yeah, we're here to do the podcast. So anyways, buddy, how you doing? I'm doing well. I have to mention we're still not sponsored by Monster Energy. Yeah, no, no, we so, got no. I no, I do. I got to tag Moosehead Brewery. That's what yeah, I actually, do. yeah, you should because Hans, <laughs> Hans Molenkamp is really like uh, uh, ghosting us. So I'm really sad about that. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm doing well. By the way, man. I mean, um, you know, when, when I wasn't really like uh, when I was having the how do I say this. They had a job in this industry, you know. I was like always like I want to see UFC every week, every week, every week. But now I was like I'm actually happy. I've I've not a week off, but it feels like a little bit of a more quiet week. You know what I mean? I I can do more other stuff that I normally can because I'm only like uh, how do you say that? Uh, posting articles and doing stuff on the website and on social media. And last week I had more time for other stuff. Also MMA involved, by the way. So. I was okay with a week without UFC, but we still had PFL. We had Cage Warriors. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of other MMA going on, so yeah. uh, I, I, I didn't I didn't bore myself. So um, <laughs> I never bore myself, by the way. So um, yeah, was good. Awesome. Let's get some comments here. Yeah, you, that's you. October updates. <laughs> Hans has been real quiet since Marcel called him up. Is he still riding uh, Dominic Cruz around that little uh, little cart, <laughs> bicycle, or whatever? Joe, what's up, man? How's it going? Eagles again, Joe. We're killing it, man. Bills won two, which was good. And Philly's Joe is also in the playoffs. Uh, what's up, guys? Called you, hey Antoine. Good to hear from you, brother. I was to see his comment. Go Braves! I think Braves will win the World Series, man. Honestly, but I'm hoping the Jays do it. Jays and Braves would be amazing, especially with uh, Alex Anthopoulos, the manager of Atlanta Braves, he used to be the manager of Toronto Blue Jays, so that would be cool. General manager, I should say, not manager. Uh, sweet signs of stuff, brother. John Beezer, John, what's up, man? Um, Anthony Pettis called Cedric Dombe to be a fun one. Well, yeah, so, we, I mean, we can quickly talk about PFL. Like, I, I only watched the Dakota Ditch of a knockout and the Duambe. Actually, no, I watched the Lazy King fight, too. The Lazy King fight was a fucking joke. I mean, that fight was, like, wow. You talk about a can, that Brad Wheeler guy's terrible. Um, It's funny, like I said, Marcel, Betway opened up these odds to that fight, and they opened up 
uh, Lazy King at like plus 140, and the line just went like it was like immediately went like this. They obviously fucked that lineup. Whoever got their 20 bucks in on, on that line before it switched, I mean, like what were they thinking? He closed at minus 2000, I think. I mean, both the co main and main events were pretty much like showcase wise, in my opinion. So. Oh, yeah. The main also, event was like the odds were close though for some reason. Yeah, you know? yeah, but I, I've seen Jordan Zebo fight here in the Netherlands, you know, and I mean, He's not bad, you know. He's he's also part time model. I think he's also MMA fighter. He he, he ain't bad, you know. But I, I already knew that Dumbay was going to win. You know, the only thing what really was big is that he knocked him out in nine seconds, and that Kylian Mbappe was ringside, which is a you maybe I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's like one of the biggest soccer stars for you guys, for us as football stars in the world, you know. And he's still super young. Um, and that's big. He tweeted about it, you know, so really big for PFL. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, but both Doombay and Abdurragimov fight for pretty much for them to win. And for Abdurragimov, he was supposed to fight somebody else, I think. And uh, I don't know. We, we was short notice replacement. I don't know who he was supposed to fight anymore. And uh, yeah, Doombay did well, man. But uh, I see people saying like Doombay... Uh, it's like uh, already at the top, man. I need to see more of the guy. You know, he's good. I I I've seen him in kickboxing a lot in Glory, and he made his opponents crazy. You know, everybody he's fighting, he d does the mental game with them, and they go nuts. You know, um, I want to see how he does against better competition before I say like he's the next big thing. But he's for sure fun to watch. You know, he's good. I mean, again, I don't understand. Apparently, UFC was it twenty and twenty? That's what their offer was. Is that correct? The thing what I've hear, heard is that he signed with the UFC and um, then the French government didn't allow the fight to happen. He was supposed to fight Darian Weeks on the first Paris card. And I think he had the record of 3-0 or 4-0 by then. And Darian Weeks has a record of 6-1, I think. And uh, he wasn't in the like plus five category, which means if you don't have five That's plus right. fives in France, you yep. cannot fight. So that fight got canceled or whatever, you know. And uh, then the, the, there was some, I think there was some medical thing, you know, and the UFC didn't want to do this or that. And then he went to PFL. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll see how it works out. You know, it can work out perfectly for the PFL and for the UFC right now. Maybe like, yeah, damn, maybe we should have taken the chance, you know, but we'll see, you know. No, absolutely. Hold on. I'm just trying to fix my background because I have the same one as you, man. You had it first, though, so I'll change it. One second. <laughs> I'm, I'm using it. I'm at my old house now. I don't have the... Uh, there we go. I got this one instead. There we go. This one should be good. You're still sexier than me, though, so no worries. I got Grant Dawson's big, <laughs> sexy face behind me. There he is. There he is. Over <laughs> my shoulder, man, looming over me, just staring at me. Let's get some more comments, guys. Um, BKFC, I didn't watch it. I don't really watch BKFC. Um, I, what's that girl's name? Britain Hart, the one that's like Joey Daltran's wife. I think she won, right? She won her fight. I don't really watch right. it. Though. I know. I know. Right. You're, you're the wrong I, guy I, to ask. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've personally, people should watch and do whatever they want, but it's just not for me, man. I always feel like that, that big, big KFC has like a lot of these fighters. We should be actually not fighting anymore. And they're still on yeah. the card. You know what I mean? But they also have some legit fighters. I don't, don't get me wrong, but it's not, there was too many, other events for me to watch that, you know, but I mean, for everybody what likes it, go ahead, watch it. Get some more comments. Uh, one FC, I again, like, uh, yeah, 
the problem with one FC over here is that it's very hard to get to find. It's not on Prime over here, it's like with you guys. You know? Oh, in Netherlands, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On so, Prime. yeah. And we always had it for free on YouTube, and now they want to have money for it, so they can stick it where it doesn't shine, you know. So, uh, but but for example, yeah, I've seen the the Angela Lee retirement, and then she uh, then uh, Stamp won against Sohi Ham, which is a good fight, you know. Um, but that's it, pretty much, man. It's like one one stopped over for me one kind of stopped when they started to charge people a lot of money for even like kickboxing yeah. fight nights i don't give a fuck about you know so it was like i only see the highlights on my timeline but it's really not i understand i mean time. they do the same thing with bellator here they they started i think it was like 20 bucks or something no one started stopped watching it because used to be on youtube i mean mm -hmm. i i'll just be honest like when i do watch it, i don't pay 20 bucks to watch it. i'll just say that <laughs> let's get some more comments andrea lee retirement andrea lee Oh, oh, Angela, Angela, Angela. Angela Lee. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, that whole thing is crazy, that whole situation um, with her and her sister. I mean, you know, rest in peace. Uh, thoughts on what Duambe is saying? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, apparently, allegedly, like, Fernand, like, what, he hit his wife or something? Like, that's the, that's what he yeah. said? I don't know a lot about it, guys. Yeah. I saw, I saw the, like, someone had tweeted about it saying, like, like, he pled guilty. I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't. You don't really plead guilty immediately to that kind of stuff unless there's like a video of it. You know what I mean? Then you'd be like, okay, yeah, it's on video. But like, just saying, like, normally you don't do that. So I don't know if that's true. But anyways, if it's true, I mean, he might not, you know, be a corner for much longer. I would imagine, right? Is you know, apparently, because uh, what do you want me to say? Yeah, he's good, man. Do you want a piece? Like, I did watch. What was it? Ten seconds? Nine seconds? Something like that? It was, no, it was nothing, fast. Yeah. Fucking fast. Uh, card's good. Yeah, it's a good, pretty good card. Marcus, what's up? Contender series, you like today? That heavyweight fight was <laughs> that heavyweight Dude. fight, Marcel. It was like it was like I, you and Sean Sheehan fighting, buddy. It was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I think we would have been gassed out after two minutes, but no, I you would. That's the thing. Yeah. Like it's true though. Like people don't realize that. Like in a street fight and stuff, Marcel, it's just exhaustion. That's what gets you. It's not really like your abilities. Like you, you, Marcel, you probably fight your ass off for about thirty seconds, and you're going to be fucking huffing and puffing. Yeah, same course. with me. Same with me. Even when I when I trained, when I used to train every day, I trained like three a day sometimes. And when I actually had my fight, that like I think it was two or three two minute rounds. I think three two minute rounds. I was exhausted after the two minutes, the first two minutes. I was like, shit. I've wrestled my nephew. I think when it was like half a year ago for fun, and he's like three times smaller than I am. Um, dude, after after thirty seconds, I was gassed as as a motherfucker because I'm fat, like I told you, you yeah. know. So it's like. People underestimate that kind of stuff, you know. I was like, <gasps> I was like, what the hell's happening here, you know? So, yeah, people underestimate that. So, uh, yeah, it's true what you say. Well, because you when you're in a street oh. fight, when you're in a street fight, and you have, uh, how do you say that? You have beef with somebody. It's normally you start punching, you know, and the guy or you gets knocked out within ten seconds. You know what I mean? I mean, so, honestly, if I would just try. Like, it depends how many people are there, but like, if it's one on one, I would take the guy to the ground if I could. You know? I yeah, would. me too. But if there's other people there, like you can get your fucking, you know, someone can take a beer bottle or something, smash you behind, or like if you're on the ground on top of a guy. So it's it's risky. But if it's just one on one, I wouldn't even stay. Why would you? That's what I'm saying. What I mean, it's like why even stand and bang? You can just take them yeah, down if you can't. Right? I'll just smother, you know. Yeah, or so just stick your boobs in their in their face and give them the mother's <laughs> milk. What they call it mother's milk, right? That's the smother. That's so nasty. To talk. But it's funny you say that though, because I was gonna say like, uh, um. What was I gonna say? Uh, in Pride, there was that guy that was it. There was a smother in Pride. I remember. I can't remember the guy's name, but he just oh, like was. Was it Zulu Zinho? Did he have one? 
Yeah, or Giant Silver, one of the two. I, I don't know. <laughs> Giant Silver. Uh, you know, it's like, do you do Zinho? Let me see. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah, did he? Yeah, yeah. All the right, guy who fought Fedor as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Fight trash on 30 seconds. I know, right? It's true. Okay. Kristen, what's up, man? Uh, thoughts on on uh, Chachi claiming UFC's low level martial arts versus one jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and kickboxing. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a freaking fraud. Like, I don't know what else to say. Talk about getting fraud check. That guy's numbers are all fake. Now, I do want to address this one. Let's, let's go to thought, brother, because, uh, you know, you're, you're a long-time listener. We just went to the Sundays the last couple of weeks, but the general time is Monday at 5 p.m. I mean, it's possible we might go to the Sunday mornings. I don't know, but um, in general, it's, uh, it's uh, Monday at 5 p.m. I don't really know how to uh, do the notification things. Um, I could try to like look it up. Like I, I have, I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't have like the best understanding of, of like YouTube and stuff like that. So I'm trying my best here, but I'll, I'll take a look and see if there's something else I could do. But in general, yeah, it'd be Monday at 5 p.m. But again, you know, there there are some days we'll do it Sunday morning as well. And if like Ajax isn't playing, or if they're getting blown out or something like that, or if there's a hooligan <laughs> on the field, something like that. So. We'll let you guys know, but I, I appreciate you joining us as always, man. You yeah, know, you guys, Adam couldn't do it because his team was playing and he had a gigantic boner and all the blood with this normally in his hat was in his, in his dick. So that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. By the way, here's Marcus. He likes the Monday at 5 p.m. I mean, that, that that's the time. Um, it's just some days, the Sundays work better. But I, I think the last few weeks, like the cards weren't that, let's be honest, they weren't that important. Yeah. So it's not like I was trying to, they weren't really like a priority. You know what I mean? But but uh, for this week, we spot five, I mean, uh, 5 p.m. Yeah, I mean, the Notchy card, you will get that with Grasso Shevchenko, you know, with the shot Strickland, card. Adesanya. We wanted to talk about that on Sunday already, you know, so <laughs> that's why we also... That, that's the thing, that's what happened. I think we had that card, and I'm like, yo, I need to talk about this with you like the whole morning, right? <laughs> actually, I think I said, like, can we do it tonight, like, right after the yeah. card, because I'm like, I need to we talk have about to this actually, We have to actually say, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Anyways, um, all right, guys, I think we've, we've had enough little chitter-chatter. Um, let's get into the breakdowns so UFC Vegas 80. So, Mark, uh, Marcel, I almost called you Marcus, <laughs> Marcel, my brother. Um, yeah, James. I always ask you, I always ask you this what's your overall thoughts going into the card? Like, out of you know, 10, I got not even 10, but just what's your overall thoughts heading into it? What would you rate the card, Connor? Yes, listen, man, c- 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 uh, considering this is the apex, is a pretty okay card, I think. You know, I would say maybe an eight for an apex card, this would be an eight, in my opinion, you know. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, there's some good fights. There's 12 fights, which is awesome. Hmm. I mean, one of them might fall off. We never really get all 12, but I think that it's pretty good. All right, let's get into it, guys. We'll start off with the first fight. Again, using UFTstats.com, using their boat order. We start off in the women's flyweight division. We have Montana De La Rosa taking on J.J. Aldrich. J.J. Aldrich right now is, fav- I think she's favorite one. There's, some, there's different odds for this fight, different books. DraftKings has Montana De La Rosa actually favored minus 120 and plus 100 at JJ Aldrich. Um, Marcel, I, I mean, okay, I'll start with it. Let me start on this one. Um, sure. I think it should be a pretty close fight, guys. Like, I'd imagine this one goes the distance just based on like their fights in the UFC. They usually do go the distance for the most part. Um, you know, both girls are decent. Like, nothing's like nothing great. They're not contenders by any means, but they're both decent. They've both been around for a long time. I think they've both been around, yeah, since 2016 for Aldridge, 2017 for De La Rosa. So, long time coming for this fight. Um, for me, Marcel, I think it comes down to the takedown defense of J.J. Aldridge. Like, can she stop those takedowns? I don't know. I mean, she has a 65% takedown defense in her career over, like, what, 15 fights, 10 fights or something in the UFC? Something like that. And that's a sample size to know that's not that great. Even in her last fight against Long, uh, Leong Notch, she got taken down three times. 
against Arian Livsky, she got taken down twice. Uh, so that concerns me. You know, that really does concern me. It's weird because last year she had that fight with Aaron Blanchard and looked really good until she got finished, but she looked good in that fight. And the last two performances, I don't think she's looked great. I mean, Lipsky the fight was terrible, really bad loss for her. She was a huge favorite in loss. And then the, the Ang Na fight, um, she got the win, but it's not like it was a flawless performance. I mean, she's definitely a decent fighter. Don't get me wrong. She's decent. She could beat the majority of these low-level women. But, like, I think Montana's pretty good. Like, I mean, she's got good wrestling, right? We know she averages almost two takedowns a fight. She's very tough, very difficult to finish. I understand she got submitted by Tatiana, but that happens. Overall, though, Marcel, I think I think she's she's pretty tough. Um, and I think it'll be a close fight. Um, but I do think it goes a distance, and I do think De La Rosa edges it out. So I think she was the underdog a few days ago. Now she's the favorite. But, yeah, I'm going to go with De La Rosa, Marcel, by decision. I think she gets the job done here. What do you think, man? I remember when J.J. Aldridge got signed by the UFC. I thought they were signing J.J. Ambrose. So, um yeah, that's not even Superman. Superman? No, JJ Ambrose. They, they, yeah, they fought, yeah. I don't know if it's Superman. Superman. Yeah, he used to fight. Okay. He fought. Well, he fight once in the UFC or Bellator, right? Bellator, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. Or he fought. Yeah, I really thought that back then. You know, I was just an idiot. Um, man, this fight screams split decision to me. <laughs> that's how this fight screams. Um. Man, Montana de la Rosa, like, really, uh, how do you say that, inconsistent. But same goes for Aldrich, man. I remember that we were sure picking her against uh, Ariane Lipsky. And then Lipsky, like, uh, probably our best performance besides that uh, crazy knee bar so far in the UFC against JJ Aldrich. So, um, Aldrich won our last fight against Liang Na. But I think everybody wins against Liang Na if you get past the first round. Um, Montana de la Rosa, she lost to Suarez last time out, but... I think Aldrich would be as well. Um, super close fight, dude. I mean, it can go both ways. I, I, I'm picking Aldrich by split decision. I'm yeah, going against you. Fight. I think it goes the distance. By the way, I don't know if, like, if there's some clicking in the background. Is that you, possibly? Or I hear like. Yeah, that's clicking. me. I'm sorry. I, yeah, it's absolutely. Oh, my dude, stop. You're, fuck, I knew you're cutting your fucking nails. Just do it later. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's so loud, bro. Honestly, these all these guys now are going to know you're, you're, you know. Cutting your nails, are you gonna paint them pink later, Marcel? Is that what you're gonna do? No, I wasn't even I was just playing with it, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> sure, buddy, sure. No, you can hear it though. I appreciate you. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I agree with you. I agree with what you said. Uh Tristan Parlater with Raymond Magomed Ladov or Magomed Liev. I can't that's the guy from Eagle FC, right? I can't yeah, pronounce his name. Raymond Magomed Aliyev. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. I fucking butchered that one, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> This guy's laughing too. That was funny. JJ, yeah. I mean, listen, it's a close fight, but I just think, like I said, it'll be close, but I think Tam will get like a takedown or two and seal the round, but I could be wrong. I mean, it's a close fight. It's not like, trust me, I'm not like excited to bet on this fight, you know, but I have to make a pick. I think Melvin Rosa wins. It's like a typical fight. I wouldn't have to put money on. Let's put it yeah. that way. Marcel just reminded me <laughs> to cut my nails. There you go, Marcel. You gave the reminder to the boys. All right. Let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have Antiweep Bout, Mateus Mendonca taking on Nate Maness. It's flyweight, by the way. Oh, flyweight. I apologize. Yeah, Damon Dest dropped down in weight. My apologies. Um, odds for this one, minus 230, Madonza, plus 190, Maness. What do you think? This is another difficult fight to pick, in my opinion. You know, Nate Ma Nate Ma it's Nate Maness or Maness. I still don't know. You know what? I should just do the pronunciation guy and double check. Let me let me check the pronunciation. Keep talking, I'll, I'll check. Yeah. So I, I would go with Nate Maness. Um Nate, he, he lost his last two fights against Ulan Bekov and against Nurmagomedov. Uh, Ulan Bekov was his debut in the UFC at flyweight. Um, 
didn't look good in that fight at all. You know, you saw his weight cut didn't do. I, I think his weight cut wasn't really great. You know, uh, Mateus Mendonca, yeah, he lost to Javid Basharat in the unanimous decision. But Javid is really legit. You know, before that, he won against Ashik Ajim in the Contender Series. Got a win over Pedro Nobre, UFC veteran. Um, Difficult, man. Really difficult, I think. You know, I think many people will go with Nate Maynes here on this one, but uh, I, I feel actually confident going with Mendonca, man. I think he can do it. I think he can win the fight. I think it will be a decision as well. I think we'll be super competitive, but I'm going with Mendonca here. Okay, so I checked. It's Maynes. Good call. Good. Nice. Who'd you pick, Maynes? No, I picked Mendonca by decision. Yeah, I mean, I again, not a fight like I'm running to the window to bet on. I feel like, I feel like Mendonca probably wins too. Like I, I'm with you because I remember on Contender Man, he looked good, and even against Javid, like he had some good moments in that fight. Yeah. Um, it was what, yeah, twenty. Oh, Adelaide Bird had twenty nine, twenty eight. Okay, probably one of those. <laughs> but uh, listen, it, I thought it was. I remember like looking back at it, it was kind of competitive. So like, I think the guy's decent, right? Like. I just don't rate Nate Manus that high, and I just don't like this move to like flyweight really for him. Or so I don't think it's the best weight class. Like he's not, I, he's huge in this division, but I just think he's like too big, like almost like he's cutting so much weight. Like I think it's going to affect his his chain in this fight. Redon's a lot younger too, you know, eight years younger. He's only twenty four, right? So he's super young. Uh, Manus again, you know, I know he didn't get finished or knocked out, but he still got finished. I just don't know if I can trust his chain. Remember that Tommy Gravely fight? I know he came back and won, but yeah. He got dropped early. It looked like it wasn't going well for him. Then he ended up winning. Um, don't really trust the guy. I think he's decent, but not great. Mendonca again, like maybe a little overvalued here, but I still think he wins it. He ended. Up, he might end up being good value. We're just not like I'm just not like willing to really pull the trigger on it. Um, the minus two thirty, but I think he wins. Um, I think I think an knockout. I'll take a knockout Marcel. I'll take a knockout this one. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. We have women's. Uh, strawweight bout between Little Monster Vanessa Demopoulos and Kanako Marata. And the odds for this one have uh, Marata's a big favorite, minus 355, plus 280 in Demopoulos. Again, Marcel, I, I feel like the odds are a little heavy here, right? Like, minus 355 seems heavy for a girl that's one and one in the UFC, hasn't fought in two and a half years. Like, it's a little heavy, right? But at the same time, like, Demopoulos is not, like, I don't think she's great, man. Like, she's, she's two and three in the UFC. It's, uh, sorry, three and two. She has a good record, but, like, you watch these fights a little closer. It's not that impressive, like, in my opinion. Um, I don't know, man. Like, she's also so small. Like, they're both small, but, like, their reach is so short. I just think, again, like, what's the take target? It's 50%, right? Like, I know it's only six fights, sample size, but I just think she'll get taken down. Like, I think she'll get taken down this fight and held down by the Morata, right? Like, that's what I think happens. But, again, am I going to go willing – am I willing to bet minus 355 on some girl that hasn't fought in two and a half years? No fucking chance. So <laughs> – Morata by decision for me, Marcel, but I'm not betting this fight. I'm not betting it at all. What do you think? Yeah, man. I also like the Mapolis. I think she got dropped against Gomez Juarez, and then she got the arm bar. The Frey split decision. I think she lost that fight, dude. And, uh, yeah, she, she definitely won against Maria Oliveira. Um, it's like, also, question to you, if you don't know. who, who do, If you go off uh, from memory and all, who do you think is younger, Kanako or Vanessa? Kanako. Yeah, she's five years younger, but I would I, I didn't know she was five years. Oh, younger. Vanessa's my age. She's eighty eight, like me. She's actually born nine days after me. She just turned thirty five. 
So right. I gotta I gotta get on. I gotta slip into her DMs now, man. Be like, hey, we're the same age, you know. And that's like, we're both Greek too. We're both Greek, so I'm both formerly strippers as well. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, no, I'm also with Murata here. I think she wins a decision, but yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I don't I don't love this fight. You think loser gets cut? No, they keep if the Mapolis uh, uh, lost loses, they keep her on. They like her, I think. So I think they keep her on. All right, let's go to the next fight here, boys. We got another bantamweight bout, or this is the first bantamweight bout between Arichi Long and Johnny Munoz, and the odds are pick a minus one ten each on this fight. So another tough one to pick. Curious to hear your thoughts on this one, honestly, man. Like, I like I really feel like a coin flip is accurate for this fight. Like, I I don't really know to be honest with you, Marcel. There's not like a lot. I feel like that we can like decide on basically like it's basically striker grappler i would say like if you have to break it down a little bit like i think munoz is better on the ground i think orichi long is better striking um richie long much more experienced but you know not against really high level guys munoz a little bit bigger a little taller a little uh more reach um again i think minus 110 is actually accurate not a fight again i keep saying pass but like these fights are tough to pick guys in my opinion um curious to your thoughts i I'm leading Munoz by decision, Marcel, but I, I I have no fucking clue, honestly. What do you think? Remember when we were both shocked when uh, the odds came out for Munoz Jr. Jr. against uh, Tony Gravely? We were both like, man, Munoz probably going to win this. He's really good. And then Gravely <laughs> does so well, you know, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think both guys are pretty fun to watch, you know, but I have more faith in Johnny Munoz Jr., to be honest. You know, Arochi Lang, not a bad fighter, but his wins are against two guys who are like, how do you say that? We're not even in the UFC anymore, I think, right? Jay Perrin and, uh, and, and Cameron else, you know? So, Johnny Munoz, I, I always liked him, you know, Kit Kavambo, I think he's pretty good. Uh, pretty decent, I should say, pretty good as like top, but um, pretty decent. I think he wins. Um, might be a fight of the night contender, man. I'm not gonna lie. This is a pretty good fight, pretty fun one, I think. Um, going with decision win for Munoz. A lot of decision, guys. Sorry, guys, but yeah, yeah I Munoz. think so too. That's kind of what I'm thinking as well. So we have the same thoughts on that. Emmy Walker, what's up, man? It's, it's Mills. <laughs> Who's this guy in the hat? It's me. Jay's made the playoffs, playing the twins. We're gonna win that series, I think. Definitely gonna win that one. All right, guys. I keep rolling, keep the train rolling here, Marcel. A another bantamweight bout here. We have Chris Gutierrez on Wapo taking on Montel Quick Jackson. This is a good fight. One thirty-five. Every fight one thirty-five is so good. Uh, Mike one eighty for Jackson plus one fifty Gutierrez. I'll just say it right now, Marcel. I really like Montel Jackson in this fight personally, man. Uh, I mean, I like both guys. Don't get me wrong. Gutierrez is good. I was shocked, kind of like how easily he lost to Pedro Munoz. That really surprised me, man. I got to be honest with you. Like he got dropped. He got hurt. It's surprising, but like. Again, you know, that's a bad look here. And then you got Jackson. Guys, look at the amount of knockdowns he has. In his last four fights, he has eight knockdowns scored. Now, I understand the level competition is not the best, but it's not like it's terrible. Like, Julio Arce is a pretty good fighter. I mean, he beat him pretty easily. Juan Yaya is a veteran. He, you know, he's the only guy I ever knocked out Yaya, I think, uh, since Joseph Benavidez, right? So that's hard to do. Um, I think he's good. I mean, he's actually been around for, like, five years now in the UFC, and no one really talks about him a lot as a contender at 135. Um, I think the guy's pretty fucking solid. Um, you know, Gutierrez is good too. Don't get me wrong, guys. But I just I saw some stuff in that last fight I didn't like, and I do hate you know completely just basing off one fight because if you asked me before that, I would have been like, yeah, Gutierrez wins. He's looking amazing, but like it was such a bad look, man, in my opinion. So he's taking on a guy that's you know got power and who's the better wrestler. Um, I think Jackson. You know how many takedowns the average fight three and a half. I mean, he's going to get a takedown or two in this fight. 
he might get a knockdown. But I think as long as he just gets the fight to the ground, he can he can win this fight, grind it out. So Montel Jackson, probably decision. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Again, I think he's got some good advantages here. The wrestling, he's got an eight-inch reach advantage, southpaw, younger guy, taller guy. Um, I, I think he's got most of the advantages of the fight. You know, better pure strikers, Gutierrez, but Jackson could hold his own. Montel Jackson wins. What do you think, Ben? The person who put this fight on the prelims. Um, yep. I mean, this is a really good fight, I think. Um, I'm also pretty high on Montel, you know. Um, I mean, Montel Jackson, not Montel Jordan. Um, yeah, he, I think he's really good, what we've seen so far in the UFC, you know. Um, good ground game. I think his stand-up is pretty good as well. Chris Gutierrez. Chris Gutierrez is also pretty underrated, but, man, it wasn't a good look against Munoz last time out, you know. Um I'm going also with decision win for Montel here. I think he he uh, he probably grinds out a decision here, and uh, when he wins, he's gonna say, "This is how we do it." Yeah, <laughs> love it, love it. Joe likes the fight goes distance, probably. Uh, that's what I'm thinking too. All right, next fight here: Carolina Kovalkiewicz taking on Diana Belbitsa. I think I pronounced her right, her name right now. God, you man, she's Canadian, right? Or kind of, like, you know, quasi Canadian. We will do- we'll take her, Marcel. We'll take her. It's okay. We'll take Carolina too. I mean, yeah, we'll take Carolina as well. Yeah, you uh, would definitely take them. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh that's <laughs> right. although I know I know her husband wouldn't be too happy with that, but yeah. Um we got the the Polish princess here, minus one sixty, plus one thirty five, and then on the Romanian warrior. Uh what do you think about this fight, man? What do you think about this one? I think it's I, I think it could be a banger to be awesome. What do you think? Um, yeah, man. I mean this fight was first on the main card. I think they switched it for uh, for Lens Kutelava. Um, yeah, I mean, Carolina is looking it's looking pretty good, man. In the last couple of fights, I think you know. I mean, she was really like uh, I had the feeling like she was going to retire soon, you know. But I think she relocated right in uh, in Florida, and uh, yeah, she does pretty well, you know. Three win, three fight win streak, looking good. Uh, Diana. Diana is like, she, she had a pretty rough start in the UFC with uh, losing to McCann and to Georgia. Um, I think her last fight was the first really like, uh, how do you say that? Really good, good, clear win for her in the UFC. You know, I know the Gloria de Paula fight was close. The Goldie fight she won, but the Maria Oliveira fight was really, uh, really clear that she won the fight, you know? Um, it's so difficult, man, to pick this fight, you know, for the simple reason that Belbita, in my opinion, is still pretty inconsistent. And Carolina has done really well in the last couple of fights. So do I go with uh, with experience here or do I go with a little bit more of youth and with more uh, upside probably? Um, man, this also screams split decision. <laughs> yes, fine. Um, really difficult. I think Carolina can win. I'm I'm gonna give her the edge here. You know, uh, going with decision win for Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be competitive too. I'll be I'll be honest. My initial lean was kind of Balbiza because of the age, right? She's 11 years younger. I mean, that's something mm-hmm. I always keep in mind. But like, I look at it more, and it's like, man, she is. She's really still like very hittable, you know, like in my opinion. And I know she's looked decent at times, but like, don't let's not get it wrong. She's two and three in the UFC. I mean, it's not a good, it's not a winning record. You know, in many ways, she's kind of lucky to be around because after one and three, she. Some fighters get cut, you know. She's marketable, so you're going to keep her around. But I and listen, I, I like her game. Don't get me wrong, guys. She's she's going to put her chin down, bite down the mouthpiece, walk forward, but very sloppy striking, in my opinion. You know, Marcel. Like, don't get me wrong. I still bet on her in the last fight against Maria Oliveira. Picked her there, and she won the fight. Like, she could beat those low level girls, but I think like Carolina again, so much experience, man, against high level competition, right? Like, like throughout her career, and 
I'll be honest, a couple of years ago, guys, I thought she was completely done. Like I when she had lost that fight to Penne and how bad she lost and how easily she lost, I'm like, oh man, she's completely washed. And since then, she's looked great in the last three fights for the most part, right? Like the Harry fight looked amazing. The Gomez Warriors fight was pretty close. Like it was some sketchy ass scorecards going on there, but still, you know, decent performance. And then the Demopolis fight, you know, Lander 139-68. Like that was pretty impressive. So again, you know, she's fought champions. She's been I think she was in a title fight, right, against Joanna, right, at one point. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's you know, she's fought and beaten. She's not wins or win over Rose on her resume. So she's fought and beaten good fighters. Um, you know, I, again, I, it'd be a pretty surprising four fight win streak if she gets the job done here compared to that five fight losing skid. But I, I don't know, man. Like I, I like Belbita. She can win, like you said. Like she's got the upside here. She's the younger fighter, taller, longer. But I don't feel like it's as easy as that. You know, I feel Carolina is more well-rounded. I think she's a little bit more defensively sound. And I think she'll win a decision. But, again, it's a close fight. It's screaming. Isn't it screaming split to you? It probably yeah, is. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, of course. Especially with the way that Deanna fights, right? She walks forward, you know, throws punches. Even if they don't land, there's still gonna, some judges going to be like, yeah, you won the fight, you know, just because she threw a lot. Got a question from Zach, by the way. We're going OG monster flavor. Yeah, it was. <laughs> there you go. Zach, what's up, man? Four ounces of freedom. Carolina, yeah, I think Carolina wins. Joe, win or lose, I wouldn't mind the rematch between TK and Watershed. Yeah, they could do that fight. All right, let's go to the next fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got to tell you this fun story. You know, I was in, uh, <laughs> I think, in Hamburg uh, for for, uh, for 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 the fights. I think it was Arlovski against Barnett. And I think Carolina was one of the guest fighters there. So I was with a friend there, and he was like, oh, man, I hope we can uh, we can see uh, Carolina. I was like, why? Yeah, I want to take a picture with her and this and that. So, okay, yeah, cool. So. Then at a certain moment, uh, we were just standing there. He's like, look at that girl, man. She got beautiful legs. So I'm looking. I said, yeah, dude, shoot your shot, you know? He's like, what do you mean? I said, you want to take a picture? He's looking to me. What are you? I was like, dude, that's Carolina. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> right to her. Yeah, she's, she's always been one of my favorites. I mean, yeah, she's yeah, she's good. Um, never had a monster in Red Bull. How would you like it, Antoine? I don't really drink the energy drinks too often, but uh... – they have one here in Canada called like a Joker energy drink. I actually don't mind that one, the Joker energy. I do like the low, like the no sugar one, so it's pretty good. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here. We got the great ape Alexander Hernandez taking on Bill Algio Senior Perfecto. This opens up the main card here, and the odds on this one have Bill Algio favored here, minus one thirty five plus one fifteen on uh, Alexander Hernandez. I mean Marcel just started now. I like Bill Algio in this fight. Like I, I really like him quite a bit in this fight. I don't like this fight. This uh, move. Once again, from Alexander Nance to 145, I just don't think it's the right weight class for him, quite frankly. Um, he hasn't very looked very good there in the past. That's a shitload of weight to make the weight. And now he's taking in a guy that can hang in there for three rounds, has great cardio, like great cardio, very tough dude in uh, Bill Algio. Like he might lose the first round here, but he'll win the second and third round, I think. I think he potentially could finish the fight even maybe like later on in it, like kind of like that Billy Q fight. But either way, man, like I, I like Aljo quite a bit. I just think the cardio is the biggest advantage for him here in this fight. That's the biggest thing I, I see separating these guys is the cardio. I think Bill Aljo will be able to survive that first round, take over the second round, and grind out a decision or potentially even finish um, Hernandez maybe a, like a late submission or something. What do you think, man? Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel the same way, man. I mean, Alexander Hernandez always has like a good – has a good first round. We saw it against Billy Q. You know, but after that, he cast heavily. I was like, he looks like a fucking world beater, man, in the first round against Billy Q. Um, so I feel the same way, man. I always, always, the name Bill always 
fucks with me because Bill in Dutch means butt cheek, you know? So <laughs> I always have to laugh when I see that name. Um, so Bill Aljo, yeah, I think he's pretty solid. You know, he's pretty underrated. Uh, I always switch him up with Pat Sabatini for some reason. I don't know why, but those guys look the same to me for some reason. They don't, but in my mind. So I was like, Bill Aljo last time beat Lucas Almeida, but that was fucking Pat Sabatini, of course, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm also with Aljo here. You saw he has uh, he has good cardio, you know? And it, it helped him a lot in a lot of fights, actually. You know, it helped him against... Uh, uh, was against Herbert Burns, you know, where he was also in trouble early. Uh, I think it helped him against uh, Joe Anderson Brito. Um, it helped him in a lot of fights, and it will help him again here if he doesn't get finished in the first, which I don't think will happen. So Bill Aljo for me as well with the decision. There we go. Both of the same pick there. Yeah, I feel pretty good about Aljo here, honestly. He's one of my more confident picks on the card, I would say. I'll, yeah, yeah. say your protector is, is a tough dude. I wish you had been able to get Aljo past that team. That would have been... <laughs> That would have been really good. Craig, what's up, man? How's it going, brother? Glad to have you here, man. Hope you had a good weekend. Fernandez paid you harder. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's cutting a shitload of weight to make this way. I think he talked to Cole Sheldon about it a while ago, and he was saying, like, it was, like, really bad. It's a really hard wake up for the guy. Like, he's he's a pretty big, strong dude, like, muscular guy, right, Hernandez? Mm -hmm. So that's a tough cut. You guys think they ever cut Alexander? I mean, not if you lose algae, I don't think so, but, like, he won against Jamila last time, right? Yeah, he won against Jamila. Yeah. He's a pretty exciting guy. I mean, all his fights – actually, a lot of his fights end inside the distance, which is interesting. Let um, me check Bill Algier. Yeah, you think this would be a decision fight. Maybe someone does get finished here, you know? Sure. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, same, same thoughts as you. He's your boy, eh, Joe? Philly boy. All right. Your Philly guy, Paul Felder, is coming back soon. That's the rumor. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Jan – you know what? Here, I got to listen to these guys' names too, but you got Kutalaba and Linz. Let me get the pronunciations down. I'm gonna, I have the, the UFC uh, media guide. I can listen to the pronunciations. Let me hear this, Marcel. All right, let's see. Kuchelaba. Felipe Linz. So Felipe, that's how you say his. And then Eon Kutalaba. There you go. So I it right from the source. Eon Kutalaba and Felipe Linz. That's the fight here. Light heavyweight bout. Minus 140, Eon Kutalaba, plus 120, Felipe Linz. Marcel, hit the music, man. Hit the dog music. Let's go, baby. Come on. Get it, get it ready again. You never have it ready, man. You know, man. You guy, man. Come on. But yeah, no, I just, like I said, I heard the pronunciation guy, guys. That's 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 it. Eon. I called him Ion on this podcast before. I apologize. I'm try, I try to get the names right. You know, it's sort of respect to these guys. Like, you want to get their names right. Yeah. I'm going with the dog here, guys. I'm going to take uh, Felipe Linz. I, I have been decently impressed with the guy. I mean, he's looked pretty good at two of five. I think. How right? shocked like, you go with it? I, I mean, too, because like I don't like him, but like he's looked pretty good, man. Like I think he's looked really good lately. Um, you know, OSP fight was nice, but even Grishin and, and Prochino, like those guys are decent, and he and he won those fights. Like it's decent. Kutalaba, I get it. He's he's got power, right? He knocked up Bozer. Um, we've seen him get knocked out like over like Roundtree. Even the Clark fight, he's looked really impressive in that. But like all those losses, man. So many knockout losses. So many submission losses. Like. I feel like the guy is one of these guys that's kind of, except for that Devin Clark fight, he's kind of first rounder bust. So I don't trust him. I think Linz can survive that first round and then come back in the second or third round and actually finish Kutalaba when he gasses up because he always does. So taking the dog, Marcel, taking Linz, surprising myself a little bit, but I'm going to go with Linz here by TKO. Yeah? 
Yeah, man. I was surprised you're going with Lens, but I'm not surprised. You tripped me up when you Lens. said that. You tripped me up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I'm also on Lens here, man. I think Lens has, has got a good together, man, since it's moved to 205, you know? Um, I think at 265, he looked horrible in the UFC, you know? I think at 205, he looks pretty decent. Uh, Kutsilaba, um, I'm still not. Listen, man, he's fun, but mostly for one round. And uh, he does that weird stuff where he uh, attacks somebody and then he tries to go for a takedown. <laughs> it's like, dude, now you can punch him out, actually, you know. Uh, but but then he goes for a takedown somehow and then he gets reversed and he gets knocked down, knocked out himself or whatever. Um, yeah, Lynch for me here. I think Lynch finishes him as well. Probably first, even second or first round. I think first round. Let's fucking go, boys. Let's go. We got some guys in the chat. Lynch has five, five minutes. Agreed. Drawbridge took yeah, that fight he looked great at first, but again, gas, yeah. right? That's what happened. Lynn's inside distance. Hey, what's up, grateful dude? That's what I'm thinking too. I don't think the fight goes to three rounds. Could a lot by first round knockout could happen. Um, is there odds for it? I don't know if the odds are out yet. First round knockout. Yeah, they don't I don't see the odds for it. Um that could I mean that's his path to victory first round, right? I, I, but again, I'm you gotta make a pick here. I'm taking Lynn's. So there we go. All right, guys, we'll go to the next fight here. This should be a, a good fight too. Lightweight bow between veterans Drew Dober and Ricky Glenn. And odds for this one, Dober is a massive favorite, minus 470 and plus 360 on Ricky Glenn. And it's worth noting, Marcel, these guys have like iron chins and they both got knocked out for the first time in their last fight. So you have two veterans that have been around forever fighting again. And both of them, um, you know, we're going to see their chin tested again because I, I think this will probably be a stand up fight. So, I mean, I'll, I'll start again. You know, it's just, I mean, how do you not pick Dober here, right? How do you not, Marcel? How do you not pick him? Like, he's. <laughs> I know he's coming off that bad loss, but like guys, like he's just proven it over the years that he's a fucking puff out man. He's got crazy power, so many knockouts in his career, very good chin. Um, I'm not willing to really say that it's bad because he got knocked out by Pavola in the McKinney fight uh, last year as well. Like it might be declining a bit, but again, I know Ricky Glenn did knock out Joaquin Silva, but like in general, I don't look at him as like a knockout artist, right? So. Sure. I feel like Ricky Glenn getting knocked up by Diagos, that's that's a really bad look. Like to me, that shows that his chin is probably going here. Uh, I'm more concerned about him getting knocked up by Diagos. He has like no power compared to a guy like Favola who has insane power knocking out Dover. And same with McKinney hurting him, right? I'm just concerned about Ricky Glenn. And again, I do like the fighter, but like overall, he hasn't really had a great career in the UFC. He's four, four, and one. You know, it's not a great career. So yeah, I'm gonna go with with uh you know, uh, Drew Dober. I would say have a nickname. No, he's not a nickname. I think he used to have one, didn't he? I can't remember. But uh, I'm gonna go with the with the uh, the Doberman. <laughs> Doberman. That's CB Dalloway. <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with Dober over the Gladiator. I think he knocks him out. Probably like first or second round. What do you think? Um. Yeah, man. I mean, you say who is not who is uh, who is going not with Dober? Probably uh, Glenn's uh, family members. Um. Yeah. I mean, weird matchup, to be really honest. Listen, man, I'm happy for Glenn. He gets the opportunity to fight somebody like Dober. But, I mean, listen, man, Dober, Dober is a Dober. It's actually funny. Dober is a dog, you know. <laughs> so, uh, he's not a Dober man, but he's a dog. Um, he's a guy I always like to see fighting. Uh, he always comes to fight. And uh, I think he's just better than, than Ricky Glenn. No disrespect to Ricky Glenn. So, yeah, I, I'm with you as well. I think he gets a finish as well. So, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think he knocks him out. Yeah, Dobert, like again, he's just there's a powerful guy. All righty, flying through this card, love it. 
Alex Morono taking on Joaquin Buckley in the welterweight division. Uh, odds for this one, we have Buckley minus 175, Morono plus 145. Marcel, hit the music, my friend. Let's go. <laughs> you got to find it again? No, I have it here. Taking Morono. I'm going to take Morono. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Joaquin Buckley can knock him out. You can knock him out anyone. He's got crazy power, but I think Morono's really solid, man. Like, I think he's just a really solid fighter overall, and, and he's pretty, you know, durable for the most part as well. Um, he's a guy that can go, go hard three hard rounds. I, I trust his cardio more, especially with Buckley cutting down to 170. Um, as long as, again, he doesn't get knocked out in that first round, I think this is his fight. Like, I think he'll have more volume in this fight. I think even he has the better ground game, too. If the fight goes to the ground, I think he's better on the ground. Um, he's got you know, more experience. I mean, well, Buckley's got a lot of experience really wrong, but, but Moro's got a little bit more of it. Maybe that's not really the biggest factor. The biggest factor for me is just the, just the fact that I know he can go three hard rounds at 170, and I know he's going to, you know, throw a ton of volume up, like five and a half, almost five and a half strikes landed per minute. That's a lot of volume. Um, and Buckley, again, you know, he's, he has been knocked out a few times. He's hittable. He's definitely hittable. I, I, got, I like both guys. I like Buck Marcel. He's a good striker. He's got power, but I think Morono could actually win this fight. So, again, going with another dog here, Alex Morono, the great white. I'll take him to win by decision, Marcel. Yeah? Oh, my God. And remember, yeah, guys, man. me and Marcel do not talk about these fights before. We have no fucking clue. You like him too, eh? Yeah, man. I think the odds are pretty off, man, in my opinion. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think uh, Morono – I always have the feeling like Morono gets really underrated all the time. You know what I mean? And I feel like Buckley has a little bit of that overrated thing all the time, you know? And I don't think he's bad. Don't get me wrong. I don't say that. But I think by the public, he gets overrated. It's because he's talking a lot all the time, you know? And he's always in the news. Because he's he's smart. He keeps his name relevant. You know what I mean? But I think a lot of people think, like, he's a, a lot better than he actually is. He's not bad. Don't get me wrong. But um, I think Morono is overall better, man. Um, I think he's uh, a stand-up. Yeah, Buckley is maybe a little bit more flashy, you know what I mean? But I think Morono is like really basic, really good, you know? Uh, if you look at the ground game, I think Morono is pretty solid. He's overall a pretty good fighter, you know? Um, yeah, Morono decision for me as well. I was actually surprised to see these odds, you know? Because I was actually from the beginning on Morono, and I was actually surprised that the And it went a little bit down, I think. I think Buckley was a bigger favorite two days ago, so yeah. Yeah, no, he was. Um... Morono's plus 165. I mean, I like him to win. I think he wins the fight. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Colleen Event, Marcel, Joe Pfeiffer. That's, it's Pfeiffer, by the way. I did check this one yesterday. Pfeiffer, not because a lot of people say Pfeiffer. Yeah, Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people say that, but it is Pfeiffer. Takes on Abdul Razak Al Hassan, the middleweight division. Odds for this one, Pfeiffer, massive favorite, Marcel. Minus 470, plus 360 on Abdul Razak Al Hassan. So you got. This is basically Al Hassan as a puncher's chance to win this fight. And I mean, he could land. He's got power, but. Yeah. You know, he's an older guy now. He's 37 now. or Sorry, 38 now. Jeez, he's getting really up there in age. And again, kind of a guy that I feel kind of bad for because he got his career kind of derailed by that false accusation of, like, raping some girl. Remember that? Like, they, yeah, they lied about it? Two, two girls, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two girls. And they lied about it. And he lost, like, I think two years of his career. Let me double check. Yeah, 2018 and 2020 didn't fight at all. So that sucks. And since he's come back, Marcel from that, two and five. I know he, he won his last... He can't still knock people out. Like, he knocked out Ribeiro. He knocked out Jericho, so he can do it. But I just don't really trust him. And then you got Joe Pfeiffer, who the UFC clearly loves. They're building him. He's won two straight fights by knockout, again, over really bad – I mean, not to say really bad competition. You, you beat Gerald Mercer. That's a good win. But the Alan Lewandowski fight is, like, the worst level of competition you could have. 
the fact he got a bonus for that fight is so laughable to me. Like that guy, like you could knock him out, Marcel. Honestly, that guy's terrible. Um, <laughs> and that Diaz guy in, in, in contender is not great either. Anyways, I like Piper though, man. I think he's looked really good. Huge power. He's still a young guy. He's only twenty-seven. He's right in his prime. You know, he's six foot two. He's four inches taller. Got the longer reach. I just think he's got most of the advantages. And again, Abdul Razak Alsen has a negative striking differential. Differential three and a half strikes landed to four absorbed. That's not good sign against Joe Piper, who can knock you pretty much anyone in this division. So, you know, Marcel, it took me a little while to warm up to Piper, but I think he's really good, man. I think the UFC did find something good in this guy. So. I think he wins. I think he wins by knockout. The odds are pretty heavy, but I still think he wins the fight. I think he gets a job done. What do you think, my friend? Yeah, when I actually was surprised that they put uh, Buckley and uh, Al Hassan back to back, you know, <laughs> because of the beef. Um, yeah, by four as well, man. The thing is, like, it's kind of a disrespectful line. I think there is, but the thing is, like, Oh, Hassan can only win at one one way, I think, and that's a knockout. You know what I mean? And Pyfer has more ways to win. I only think that I think Pyfer knocks him out probably. You know, that's what I think, and I think he doesn't in the first round. I think it will be a firefight. You know what I mean? For as long as it takes. And the thing is, like I was thinking about doing Joe Pyfer by submission. You know what I mean? But you know, if Joe Pyfer has somebody tagged, he probably jumps on him and goes for the TKO. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm thinking uh, Joe Pyfer by first round TKO. No, I, I like it too. That's my pick here as well, guys. A couple of comments. That, 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 I mean, that'd be his path. Razak would be first round knockout, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. All right, we'll go to the last fight here, guys. Well, we, we kind of zoomed through that one, which is good. Well, I guess we're on time. We're at the 50-minute mark now. So we got the main event here, guys. We finally got to it. Lightweight belt, five rounds. Bobby Green taking on Grant Dawson. And again, you have big odds here, Marcel, on this one as well. Grant Dawson is i believe the biggest favorite in the card no he's actually not the biggest now but he's minus 425 plus three in green so he's third biggest behind um dober and uh piper who we just talked about so dawson's a huge favorite still minus 425. i mean i think he should be minus a thousand guys i mean i'll be honest with you i i i, I have no doubts he wins this fight i'd be shocked if he lost Marcel. I, I, I know Bobby looked pretty good in his last fight against Tony Ferguson. I bet on him, and he looked good in that fight, right? He's a big favorite. He looked good. But, again, it's a guy that, you know, is getting up there in age, and, and he can be taken down and controlled. We saw against Islam. And I get it. Islam's the best guy, but Dawson's pretty fucking good. I'll tell you, Marcel, Dawson, the last fight with Demir, right? He's Magula. Impressive. Buddy, 12 and a half minutes of control time. That's that's a lot of control time. Three yeah. takedowns landed. Like, that's just a lot of control. Even the Mark Madsen fight, how much control do you have? Nine and a half minutes against an Olympian. Jared Gordon's a good wrestler at seven minutes of control there. Um, the Leo Santos fights another another good grappler, eight minutes of control. He's just a control machine. Listen, he might not be the most exciting guy, right? I think we can admit that. But I personally um, like watching a fight because I, I enjoy guys that are dominant on the ground, and he's one of them. He's one of the best ground guys in the division. He has an amazing record in the UFC, 8-0-1. You know, that Ricky Glenn fight, I don't know what happened, but you know what happened to Marcel after that fight? He went to American Top Team, and he's mm -hmm. leveled up since going there. He's leveled the fuck up. He yeah. trains with the best guys in the world. He trains with Poirier, Macanio, um, Gamrot, all those top guys, Armand, all those monsters. And I think it's going to have him very well prepared for this fight. It's his first main event. Thinking of Bobby Green, a guy who, again, you know, been around forever, you know, good fighter. He he has, I think his record, I was looking at, I think it's 11, 9, 1, and 1 in the UFC. So he's, you know, got a deep, it's like slightly over 500, but again, he's fought really good competition. But it's it's just like lately, Marcel hasn't really looked that great and kind of feel like he's on a bit of a decline. Like 
the last fight against Tony, don't get me wrong, he looked good in that fight, but like the Jared Gordon fight, I don't think he was looking good. Dober fight got knocked out, and then the Makachev fight got destroyed. So I do feel like it's on a bit of a decline here, guys. And Dawson really on the up and up. I mean, I think I've spent enough time talking about this fight. The guy's minus 425 for a reason. I think he could be much bigger. Because I think if he wins, he'll dominate the fight right on the ground. I think you I think the way to go for this fight, guys, go with, with that submission. That's what I think, Marcel. I don't think it goes five rounds. I think Green will be uh finished in this fight. Give me Grant Dawson sub. I'll say third round submission. What do you think? I'm actually going with the decision. But okay. I can see I can see submission as well, you know. I think he gave up a little bit, like in the Islam fight, he kind of gave up, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, he, he also, I mean, it also can be possible a TKO with ground and pound, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm going with decision here. I think he's super dominant on the ground. That's what I think. Um, yeah, you actually said everything, you know. I mean, um, I expect Dawson to, to win the fight. Um, listen, man, I'm happy for Green. He gets another main event, but this is like also stylistically a very tough matchup for him, I think. So, uh, yeah, I'm thinking yeah, Dawson I, as well. I agree. I agree. Yeah, the Jared Gordon fight. I mean, they both kind of got pieced up by Jared Gordon, which is crazy, right, in my yeah. opinion. But, uh, yeah, I just think you guys leveled up. I really do. So I'm, go I'm going with them, no doubt about it. All right, Marcel, I mean, that's it for the UFC Vegas AD preview. I mean, I think it's a pretty good card overall. Some fun fights. And I think we'll probably see some like finishes on this card too as well. You know, like quite a few, like at the end, the main card anyways, I think we'll see quite a few finishes. Early prelims, probably some decisions, then we'll get the, the main card up knockouts later on. King by knockouts. Well, he's a West Coast guy. That's why you like him. Obviously. That's why. All right, Marcel, that's it for the UFC Vegas preview. Let's move on to contender series, guys. We'll recap last week's card and then we'll go into uh, the next, uh, this weekend's card, which we do have odds for. Sorry, not weekend. Sorry, this Tuesday's card, excuse me. I just spoke there, obviously. Um, last week, get the odd the uh, fights. Okay, so let's just go through it, Marcel. Let's, let's start with uh, the good. We'll start with the good stuff, okay? So, Danny Barlow looked great, right? Contract easily. Um, not much to say, and the guy looked amazing. Venetia's all there again, right? Amazing. That lock knock what? What? Sorry, lock, lock dog, <laughs> buddy. That was a fucking crazy knock, and right in front of Dana, too, eh? Like, the guy yeah. was dead, they fucking murdered the guy. Um, do we talk about the other good fights or the bad fight first? Um, Go ahead. What okay. you want? Let's talk about the good ones. Danny Silva and Angel Pacheco, amazing fight. Amazing. Yeah. They both got contract, right? Yeah, yeah. They both got contracts. Same with the girls' fight, Ernesta Caracate and Carly Judis. Honestly, like, those fights are both so good that I don't really blame the UFC. They're like, yeah, I might as well just give them 12 and 12 and get that balance or get them, right? I'm honestly, I wasn't really, like, super enthusiastic about the girls' fight, man. I was it was ready. sloppy, dude. There's no doubt. Yeah. It was sloppy, but they still went to war, bro. They were going. They were fighting hard for 50 minutes. Yeah, Dana of course. Was, but, Dana but, was like clapping. Like I, I understand crazy. that, but what what do you want? Do you want like uh, sloppy, crazy fights between three and three and over four and one? They don't mind that if they're making twelve thousand. They don't mind. Yeah, I know, but that, you that, should, that you will should. open up that Carly Judisco will open up a prelim card of the Apex, like. True, but you got to get quality and control. But they don't I, do that I'm not, I don't think you're wrong. Like, I agree with you. I actually agree with you, right? But go ahead. Anything yeah, else? but they don't do that anymore. You know, they, they, they don't give a shit. You know? They sign everyone now. Um, you got to talk about the shit heavyweight fight. Mario Piazon defeats Alexander Soldikin. The Soldikin guy is fucking horrible. Like, that is a, is a scrub. He cannot stop a takedown. I don't know if you saw the stats for this fight. I got to show you guys the stats. It's so crazy. Um, let's see here. What are the stats? Uh, here we go. 
this is fucking jokes. He has on, yeah. So he had 13 takedowns landed. He had 26 takedown attempts and landed 13 takedowns. Had seven minutes of control and only landed 14 strikes compared to Solikin's 12. The fight was fucking shit. It was like literally the, I don't know if you saw that guy. What's his name? Dylan Budka. He tweeted, he's like, he's like, now I have the second worst fight contenders in his history. <laughs> Dude, this fight was fucking horrible. Like Dana, I think Dana said he got up and left. Like he didn't, like, yeah. like what the fuck was this? Like, this guy's corner's like, hey, buddy, keep doing the same thing. Like, just keep doing that. Like, dude, have they never seen contender series of what they want? They don't want cage control. They don't want to see that. They want to see you go for a finish. Mm-hmm. This fight was fucking shit. Go ahead. Yeah, I also didn't like the fight, you know. I was like, also after those, after that fight with, um, what's that, Angel Pacheco against uh, Danny Silva? After that fight, this fight came. <laughs> it was like super bad, you know. Um, yeah, I was glad when it was over. So, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. All right, um, that's it for that card. Okay, we'll go to the next card then. We'll go to the uh, this weekend's contender series. I'll pull it up on the screen for us, guys. Okay. It's almost over. What two more cards? Yeah, week nine, and only four fights this week. Yeah, one fell off, right? Yeah, all right, one second. Let's go to this card, guys. Uh, okay. The fight that fell off was Lucas Rocha Hosha versus Davey Bittencourt. Hosha yeah. this weight like five pounds or something? Yeah. Oh, man, that's terrible. They cut that guy. You think – I saw your tweet. They should sign the other guy and let him fight Alatang Haley. Is that what you said? Yeah, at 135. This fight was at 125 and yeah. that's at 130. Makes sense, right? He doesn't have to cut weight. Um, yeah. Odds – okay, let's go through this fight. So we got Hadolfo Balato taking Mertaza Palha. And the odds for this one, minus 270, Talha, plus 200, Bellato. Bellato got power, Marceau, but, like, I think Talha, Talha probably finishes him. I don't think this fight goes three rounds. I, these these Bahrain guys are, are fucking dangerous, man. What do you think? Those are, yeah, those are just Russians for training in Bahrain. Yeah, he's uh, – <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, what I've seen from him, he's pretty, pretty decent. You know, I think he wins as well. What's the gym they're at? Do you know what it's called? K- KHK team. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of – like, uh, Gaziev's there, right? Gatsyev is there, Tala is there, Gatsyev is there, uh, Alda Alderov is there. I'm looking forward to seeing this guy's name. Hold on, let's go to this one first. Eduardo Matias Torres against Victor Hugo Silva. Minus 440 for Silva, plus 110 on Torres. I was looking at this one. This is this is not a fight with bet on. These guys are kind of closely matched, I think, a yeah. little bit. What do you think? Any idea? Yeah, wait for that. It's, it's, it's difficult, you know. I, I, listen, man, we can look at records of who they beat, but um, I'm not too familiar with both guys, so it's really difficult to say. Magomed Gadzi Yasulov against Jose Daniel Bandina. And the odds for this one, yeah, minus 850 on Gadzi uh, I mean, How do you say this guy's name? I can't pronounce it. How yeah, Gadzi Yasulov, I would say. Oh, okay, I did good. Yeah, there you go, baby. Uh, yeah, I mean, this guy's going to win, right? Like, oh, this one's so. kind of sketchy. This whole, right, this one, the sketchy fight, Marcel? I see it, yeah. Record ineligible. Whenever <laughs> I see this guy, it's not good. And I always you see that you see that guy Reese Street or whatever beside it. Yeah. Isn't that scrub that like British guy? Like what is he like zero and forty or he's one and forty one, right? I think yeah. And the other, and then you have another one. He is zero oh, and forty two, I think, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Mauricio Ruff, Rufi against uh, Raymond Magomedalia. I'm pretty sure Raymond wins, right? Yeah, Rufi is from uh, I think from Kyle Barrios team and Magomedalia. He's uh, fought and one. I think before, and he's pretty decent. I'm also with Malcolm Medali, if you're a team. 
Yeah. And it says, uh, Gazia. Yeah, I saw that tweet by Gazia. That's interesting. I wonder who it is. Anyways, just wanted to get to that contender series, guys. So, um, all right. Well, end this podcast for so I'll rate a minute, actually, or uh, 60 minutes, which is amazing. So that's great. Um, yeah, we'll finish the podcast up, Marcel. Um, I hope uh, you guys enjoyed it. We're going to start a new podcast in a sec, guys. We're going to go through Bellator um, 300, which is crazy. Um, we're, we're at Bellator now. So just give me a sec, guys. I'll tweet it out. And uh, just, just uh, brace uh, with me for just a few moments. I'll tweet out the new podcast. Talk to you guys in a minute. And if you guys don't want to listen to the Bellator preview, that's totally fine. I hope you guys enjoyed the UFC Vegas preview. Like I said, we'll be back next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern, talk about the next UFC card and uh, the Sony views of taking on Edson Barboza. And we'll recap this one as well. But if you thought, stick around with us, guys, and we'll, we'll break down Bellator 300. Talk to you in a minute. Bye.